Welcome to So You're Kind of a Big Deal, a weekly podcast deep diving into the lives of emerging and established tattoo artists. Listen in as we dig into origin stories, industry hot topics, and what it takes to survive in the world of tattooing. This is Tattoo Shop Talk. It's funny, it's crass, inspiring, and sometimes we get it right. Join your hosts, Sean Headley and Dave Allen, every week as we host a new guest. True North Strong Tattoo Book. This is a massive tattoo encyclopedia of Canadian tattooers. 350 pages. It's an 11 by 17 coffee table format. Sean and Dan worked tirelessly to get this thing out. And sadly, it never made it to print. So it's available for free download at theholdfastsocialclub.com and championtattoo.ca. The Hold Fast Social Club presents... So you're kind of a big deal with your hosts, Sean Headley and Dave Allen. going to be a long one going to get it's... Don to open up okay here we go yeah Don doesn't like to talk <laughs> Dave's going to get you to go real deep real deep <laughs> yeah I, I'll uh I'll get into the mushrooms over here then and oh, <laughs> oh I'll be right back then <laughs> well, that that would be a fun podcast oh <laughs> I will be in Kelowna in a few weeks. I'll bring some with me. Oh, oh there we go. We'll all I, be there, I guess. Yeah. Wow. You got to drink water at some point in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. Cool. So we've tried to do this how many times now? This is our fourth. 12, 13. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, four. Four times. Oh, my God. Technical difficulties and. Fucking broken tricky. computers and yeah, well, that's you know what happens with old white guys. Yeah, Techno- we just yeah, ruin technology. everything. <laughs> oh, cool! Four times a charm. Fourth time is a charm. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. I'm really excited for this one, Don. I think this is going to be one of those podcasts that people are like pleasantly surprised to find out about your history. I have a history. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I actually, I turned 50 like a couple of days ago. So I have a bit of a history. Nice. <laughs> Happy welcome birthday. To the club. 50 years history. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> You might as well hang it up now. No one cares. You're obsolete. You're over. You're done. Tetrain yeah, doesn't yeah, care yeah. about you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. anything else. Nothing <laughs> does. No. no. That's it. Yeah. No. No. Not, not, old, not old enough for a discount, but too old. No. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, matter, to be cared yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody we can't. We can't even build like submersible submarines <laughs> anymore if we wanted to. No. <laughs> that was a technology problem. <laughs> Old white guys in technology. We're proving that every no, day. No, no, they, they specifically said that they didn't hire boring old white guys. For the job. <laughs> Except that the guy that owned it was a boring old white guy. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So you're kind of a big deal, Don. We're glad to have you on the show. Tell us who you are. Um, Don Peterson. Uh, yeah, I live in Canmore, Alberta. I have for. A long time now and uh yeah i don't know that's what's your me. shop you own uh, new new world samurai yeah yep. we're we're like 20 years this this coming year we'll be 20 years running wow awesome yeah and in the same location yeah that's um, amazing yeah we've never we've always had the same view it's just got bigger as we've taken more of the space and yeah your shop is humongous it's uh yeah, we like to stretch out in here, you know, like oh a little my bit God. of breathing space. Yeah, yeah, you could have like a yoga class and a CrossFit gym in there all at the same time, and they probably wouldn't notice. <laughs> we've, we've had a we've had a band or two. Yeah, we've had some yoga in here. Yeah, there's been we've had DJs in here before. Yeah, we've had a uh, bit of all of that. Amazing, amazing. So we always ask people how they got started in tattooing and. Um, You've told me this story before, and it's fascinating. And maybe before you get into how you got started in tattooing, maybe you need to back it up a little bit to give people okay. a little bit of idea of what you were fucking up to back then, because it's not your typical. Okay, okay so I, um, let's see, where do I? So, so I guess um, I've got a, a background in snowboarding. So I was, uh, I had, I had opened a snowboard shop in Ontario. Um, before that, I had traveled Europe and lived in Europe for a couple of years. And, uh, and then I lived in Vermont. And then I got sick of Ontario in between all my trips and stuff. So I, I, uh, I took off and came out to the Bow Valley, which I thought was just going to be a, you know, maybe like another overnighter or another season and out. But um, but I ended up being home, you know, and yeah, staying yeah. here. And, uh, and I wasn't a tattooer yet at that point. Um, uh, then so what, what year did you move to Canmore? I moved here in 96. Damn. So, so I, I was here in 96. So in 96, I snowboarded for the season. And at the end of the season, I, um, I, I got a phone call from a friend down in Guatemala and he, just a buddy I went to high school with, and he had happened to move to Guatemala, and and uh, I, it was the first I heard of it. But he's like, "Hey, you you should come to Guatemala and uh, 
like serve beer at my bar this summer, you know? <laughs> so I was like, well, well, yeah, why not? You know, and took, <laughs> took off to Guatemala or to Mexico and eventually made it to Guatemala. Did you, did and, you drive down or did you? Uh, this time I flew, I flew into Mexico city, day FA, like the, at, at like, oh fuck, like midnight or something and not ever really being down there at all. Like, left the plane like the airport like fuck it i'm gonna go to guatemala you know from <laughs> mexico from like the biggest city on the planet you know in the middle like in the middle of the night like totally and i and i get in the cab and start you know like, like blasting all over the city and somehow i made it safely to a bus that got me out of the city in the morning um but but it was a that was a whole nother story in itself right um uh, so I made it eventually. I took buses and I got to Guatemala and then, and then got there. My friend's bar wasn't even open. And, uh, like not open, he, like it was under construction or it was, it was, yeah, I guess he had, he had started to build it. He, from what I thought he had, it was built. I thought it was, I thought it was an up and running gig, you know, like, and I was like, sweet. I was, I've been snowboarding all winter, having fun. And I'm just going to keep, keep having fun, you know, and <laughs> had it down. Guatemala to go have a good time, you know, and and um, and I did. I mean, I got there and I made lots of friends and had fun in Antigua, Guatemala. But um, but he ended up saying, "I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to Denmark with my girlfriend. My bar's not open." Um, uh, he gave up, and I I was like, "Well, I'm going to be broke in another week or two. So <laughs> so I'm like, well, uh, why don't I finish opening your bar?" At that time, I had made. Uh, a lot of friends in the in the the town there um there was a, a couple of girls who owned a bar across the square from where we were um and i i took them on as like uh, my my partners in the business right and uh we i finished building it and i opened it up and and uh, lived there for the winter or for yeah for the summer not the winter for the for the six months off of snowboarding kind of gotcha, thing right? yeah um and it, well it should have been longer but i got sick of it after a while right but um within that six months like my my the main clientele uh for the bar is it was like artists and uh like it was the the art community is what i kind of tapped into there and uh, all the european crowd i, I don't know it was, it was a good time we were the busiest bar in town by far and we ended up being like uh like the most popular spot to go like bar to go in central america um that year and and uh i was broke the whole time you know <laughs> but everyone thought i was super successful because but but i i got nailed with all of my buddy's debt um, oh fuck. For all the things that he had done it, whatever in the long run it, it worked out you know it was just a fun time um and uh, in within that time period, um, I had made a really good friend, a guy named James Collier. I don't know if either of you guys have ever heard of James. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so James had a tattoo studio in the back of the same building that I had the bar. And he had a really, you know, he had, he had an ongoing tab. <laughs> you know, he had, he had, uh, he had a, I, 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 a good connection with him as a as a bar owner 
has a friend, has everything, you know. Anyways, uh, I I um, was bored being a bar owner, and so I was uh, always looking over his shoulder and and uh, building needles with him, and just just doing all that stuff for fun, like hanging out with him. And uh, I was just by default learning about tattooing, right? Um, in that time period, you know, I was like connecting with all these other artists, and we were painting and drawing in there the bar was like hopping people dancing on the bar like i mean it was it was it was crazy it was a crazy bar like um because it's like in a town where where the the rich kids are crazy rich you know and and uh and the poor kids still hang out in the same bar you know what i mean and and so i'm checking guns behind the bar like every <laughs> night <laughs> you know like having to pick like it was it was it was a big experience like it really big experience you know well guatemala um, ribbon known for its safety <laughs> no no and, and uh and that's it like so all these all my uh like uh, uh luisa and bianca their all their friends were like these upper class kids that they went to school with that you know they you'd go to their their house in guatemala city and it would be a like an entire city block would be their house you know with, like tennis courts indoors and massive water fountains and some of them fly around in helicopters and shit like it was it was wild you know and then and then on the other side you know um like hanging out with with all these people who are like like street gangsters and stuff because they all want to hang out in the bar too right um so you had to get get sort of wise with everybody and i uh it was it was fun you know like i i mean all in all i demanded respect from the whole group and the gangsters saw that that I took the bodyguards' guns, and so the gangsters gave me theirs too. <laughs> you know, I'm sure I didn't get them all all the time, but I got most of them. But back behind the bar, it was it was wild, yeah, really really wild time. So, anyways, in that time, I was uh, I was hanging out with James all the time, and uh, and you know, it got to the to the point where I ended up building a machine. You know, of course, I was building needles and all that. And uh, and I got curious and started tattooing my leg as you do, especially back then, you know. And um, uh, and then James had such a good bar tab with me by the end of my stay there when I when I called my buddy <laughs> DJ to come back and get his bar back and let me uh, hell back to Canada to go snowboarding, you know. Um, he uh, uh, he he gave me a bunch of gear. I I earned. I, or he he uh, paid his debt with with you know a, a bunch of tattoo equipment. But nice. So I and and of course I didn't end up bringing it all home and had to buy some when I got home. Anyways, but you know, got got me sort of in the door. Um, I wasn't really a tattooer at that point. I had scribbled on my leg a little bit. And when I got back to Canada, I was like snowboarding. I wasn't really tattooing. I was hanging out. I was wanting to at that point, but I, but I didn't really have any solid guidance um, here. So it was more. It was a real slow kind of uh, integration into it. You know, of course, that integration eventually got started with doing tattoos on my friends. You know, these <laughs> yeah these first tattoos that you do, and some of them are like amazing uh how much skin they gave me to do these, <laughs> do tattoos. but uh 
yeah, that's, I guess that's like the start, you know, that's, that's how I. Were you getting tattooed at the time? Um, So at the time I had one tattoo from when I lived in Vermont um, by this biker guy named Rebel. Um, He was a lifty. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) He was, he was, he was a lifty at, uh, at the ski resort that we were at. And, uh, and, and then he did tattoos and, and his, whatever, that was his other job you know, <laughs> at, at home kind of thing. Um, so, so he must've uh, been a we, quality tattooer to have a full-time uh, yeah, job yeah, as well. It was, I mean, it was a fun experience for sure. We, we all, we all went up to his place and, uh, and, uh, when, when, uh, when he was about to tattoo me, his kid comes in the room and. And, and he starts yelling at his kid for stealing bicycles, right? And then kicks his kid out of the room. And, and then when his kid walks out of the room, he's like, I'm so proud of my kid. <laughs> he's stealing bikes. It was a cool experience, you know? And then, and, then, and, then, uh, and then we actually, we, we rode the lift free the entire season, uh, partially because we knew Rebel, you know? So... Nice. He didn't let anybody check our tickets, and nice. we never got a ticket, so we just just rode. We just right. snowboarded. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was that was one tattoo, and then I then I tattooed on my leg a bunch. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't have I didn't have uh, many tattoos at that point too. One of them was self inflicted, you know. Um, and then uh, let's see about uh, maybe a year later. I think my next tattoo would have been I I either got tat no I think I got tattooed by Jarrett Clarkson at the Calgary the first Calgary convention. Okay. Um yeah, I just I I wanted a Japanese style tattoo and I so I walked around and and uh I had I had talked to Paul Jeffries but he wasn't doing any tattoos at the show. And I talked to to Jarrett and uh, he pulled out a marker and he drew a like a like an oni kind of devil mask on my shin and oh. and it was it was that was a it was a really cool experience really cool tattoo really like it is like love it as much as any of my tattoos still yeah, to yeah. this day you know it's solid yeah cool cool piece um, and then uh, after that oh I don't know I got like I got tattooed. Uh, I think in Puerto Escondido, Mexico, um, because I kept going down to Guatemala for a couple of years um, in the off season. And I got tattooed in a Mex pipe. And I was, I was, uh, I was, I was sitting in like Mex pipe is this surf shop that's opened up to like one of the biggest waves on the planet, you know, uh, where the Zicatella, like it's a, it's a, super rad spot you know really really awesome beach um and there's this kid buzzing around the skate the the shop and almost running into us on a skateboard that's as big as him (laughs) (laughs) and and and, uh the guy who tattooed me tattooed like this design i gave him on my on my stomach and then and then i got tattooed in a a skate shop sweet Yeah. yeah so i'm laying back like this you know like and he's tattooing me and this kid's almost running into me and these big waves are crashing. It was, it was, it was fun. Amazing. And, uh, 
and uh, and he kept like flipping his machine and pretending to tattoo the kid with the back of his machine as the kid's buzzing around the shop. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then I I don't know if it was on that trip or like one down like like one of those trips in Guatemala. I met a guy named Pluto. John is his, his real name. He was. Um, a writer for the HA, he was traveling the world and he was, he was, uh, yeah, he was, he was coming near the end of his trip and we, we hit it off in, uh, in Antigua, the town that I had done that bar. I'm not the bar owner anymore. Now I was helping my friend by cleaning up a different business that he tried to start and, <laughs> <laughs> and couldn't. So I finished making it happen. Um, <laughs> And I turned it into a tattoo studio at the same time. Uh, but uh, um, by, by this time, I had done, done a bunch of tattoos, you know. And, uh, and so Pluto, um, Pluto wanted to trade a tattoo with me, you know. So this was, it was a really cool experience. Um, this guy who had no skin left, you know, he had one chunk of skin left, wanted me to tattoo him, you know. I was oh, like, cool. wow, that's, that's flattering, man. And, and uh and so he gave me his last chunk of skin and he did, he did this one for me, like just a, a piece from a, a Mayan ruin in Palenque, Mexico. Cool. And nice. One of, one of the coolest spots at that point that I had ever been, you know? Um, and so we, we swapped tattoos in there and I, I learned a ton, you know, I, I was probably one of the tattoos that taught me the most in the beginning, you know? Yeah. It really, really kicked me, kicked me in the gear. I feel like I, after I got tattooed by Pluto, I feel like I, I started to <laughs> figure it out a little bit, you know, like, like before that I was kind of like, uh, fuck, I'm kind of bullshitting my way through this, you know, but. Yeah. Was, but he, like was it, he like answering like technical questions for you or was well, it just you, well, you like paying attention to what he was doing? I guess everything, you know, it, it's just so interactive when you get tattooed by someone, I even like watching Jarrett when he did my shin afterwards, my tattoos got better. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. what I was doing was automatically better, like than what I did the day before. It just went back, you know, lit and, and, uh, and with, with inspiration and ready to go, you know, and, and to have somebody pull out a marker and scribble on your legs and then have this cool tattoo on you. Yeah. That's, that's a great experience. You know, I mean, I think it's still one of the best experiences anyone could ever have is to have like a drawn on tattoo. Right. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. So, so John, uh, or, or Pluto, um, yeah, we, we, you know, he, he talked about a few things like, uh, you know, instead of me always just trying to shade with black, I started shading with watered down black all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> Like, oh, I can, I can just put a, a drop of water or black in my water and, <laughs> and it'll be lighter for real. Like, oh man, that's mind blowing. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, look at, look at this, you know, I can put ghost lines in. I can, you know, he did the whole tattoo with a four round. Wow. You know, like, like, I used like, a four the other day. Like crazy, you know, like all this tribal stuff around. Yeah, I mean it's it's a you know round round needles work great, right? Yeah, uh, like loose round. Yeah, I mean I use I, today I was using a three. I use some small needles for sure. Fours fours are one that you don't see as much. That guy, um, 
Rebel, going back to Rebel in uh, Vermont, after he tattooed me, he gave me the needles and let me keep them, right? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was, it was classy, you know? Um, uh, so, so, uh, so, you still got them? <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> a keychain, I think. But, um, uh, um, but I looked at them years ago. I did have them after I started tattooing, you know? Um, that's probably when I got rid of them because I realized how how it was kind of strange to have them still. But uh, <laughs> uh, what did he he tattooed me with a single needle as a liner, single oh. yeah, and and a um, oh and a, a four flat, yeah. uh, just just four needles flat beside yeah. each other. And I'm glad I didn't try like copy like follow no his lead, shit. you know, be cutting people up. <laughs> yeah i mean james james got me started at the beginning he was doing like like seven round needles and then big 14 round like loose ones and stuff like that he wasn't doing any mags i didn't get to i didn't learn about mags for for like even until after pluto tattooed me you know which is two or three years into tattooing for me so when you were down in Guatemala and got tattooed by Pluto, were you doing volume of tattooing? Were you at that point? Were you tattooing a lot of people? Yeah, I would say so. I'd say, I'd, well, you know, like I'd set up, um, I set up at uh, at this hostel in town there, made like a little, you know, uh, pop up tattoo studio. We could call it nice. Right? There were there, <laughs> there were there were no tattoo studios down there. That was as professional as it could get. Um, I had an autoclave. I had like, I had all needle making stuff. I did everything like pro, you know, like as pro as, as, uh, anybody could have done there. Like they're, they're for yeah. sure. They're for, I, I don't know if there was anyone in the country. I, I, at that time, there was actually, there, there was for sure because there was a, there was, there was a couple of guys that there was a guy in, uh, in, at the lake that was doing tattoos. There was a couple of guys who knew what they were doing in Guatemala at that time. But, you know, it was uh, like like everyone's making their own needles. So there's still guys running around cleaning their needles and and then like hopefully running them through an autoclave again. But, you know, I was I was building every single needle new, you know, yeah. and and, uh, and sterilizing my tubes and carrying this fucking huge cooking pot <laughs> on my back everywhere I went, you know, like so I could be clean. You know what I mean? And and this thing, like, it ended up in the weirdest places, like on like little Mayan ladies cook like wood stoves and shit, like boiling for hours. And, you were traveling, you know, like. You I was were traveling, traveling a lot. Yeah, I mean, I was, I would be, yeah, I was traveling. I was moving constant. I didn't, I wasn't like really staying too still, you know, because we, we drove down that time. We, we drove this, uh, 1978, uh, primer gray station wagon that, that, uh, a buddy needed out of his ex-wife's driveway. So, so we, we, uh, we we went to the insurance company, told them we had a badass car, got like temporary insurance and got the fuck out of town and, and, <laughs> and, and drove it. Drove when we picked it up, it had three flat tires and the, we the, the, the or four flat tires. Three of them took air, and the fourth one uh, the fourth one was garbage. So we went and got like like the best spare tire they had at. <laughs> 
Canadian Tire for 20 bucks, and we threw oh. it on the car, and we, we drove it 8,000 kilometers down to Guatemala, <laughs> you know, <laughs> up Bandito Alley, like all the way up through the desert. Uh, oh, my God. We, we crossed up Mexicali, and we, we got a flat at, at one point. This water truck pulls over. These guys all climb off the water truck. They, they, they drive me to like a palapa to go get a tire because we didn't have a spare tire. We had one, but it didn't fit the car. <laughs> it was just for sure. <laughs> and and, uh, and they run me down to this palapa, and there's just a guy wasted inside, like telling us to fuck off, you know. And and he's got a huge graveyard of tires. And anyways, we eventually get a tire iron off them. They drive us back and drive me back in. They lift the car up so I can take the tire off because we didn't have a jack. Or, oh uh, fuck! Uh, we didn't have a yeah. We didn't have a tire. Uh, uh, we we just took this shitty old car and drove it away. We didn't you know we didn't do anything to it. Uh, we 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 had a can of spray paint that we put like blue flames down the side and <laughs> the exhaust blew off at one point, so it was loudest fucking thing you've oh ever heard. Oh my god! You know, blasting like. We didn't have to worry about getting robbed going through Mexico. We had the worst <laughs> car, you know. Well, it was, it was, like you can barely, you'll barely see anybody like help people push a car to the side of the road nowadays. And here you are on the side of the road, and dudes are lifting the car off the oh, ground and change the tire. In a place wow. where, in a place where, where, like you know, this is twenty five years ago. I mean, this is a place where white guys don't go. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. rattlesnakes and tumbleweed flying around. Like, um, like we ended up at a like staying the night at you know you, the, the only the only hotels were brothels. You know what I mean? So we're like, <laughs> like if you want to if you want to stay the night if you want to get an hour sleep outside of this car, you know. So we we go to this you know place and we we. We uh, parked there. One of one of us stays there because you know, obviously, it doesn't feel very safe. And the other, there was four, there was five of four of us, four of us in the car. I think so. Three of us went out on the town, and you know, we're we're a big target, <laughs> yeah. huge huge target walking around. You know, and uh, and we go to a bar, and and uh, yeah, you know, there's it it starts getting a little bit messy with some some drunk uh, Mexican guys, a boxer. Some guy who was a boxer wanted to he wanted to fight, um, but actually his old man was there and jumped in and was like, "I like these guys, you know." And ended up being our guide for the night and took us like around and and uh, yeah. What was cool about that guy is when we when we were at this bar and his kid and his his uh, friends wanted to to get in this this scrap or whatever, you know, it would have been a, it would have been a mess for sure. Um, this guy was like, a like one of these cantina singers, like, you know, hollering away on the mic. Like it was, it was, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. And then he, and then he took us everywhere and showed us, showed us the, the town. Nice. Like, awesome. Sort of, sort of town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah and uh we didn't really sleep you know we didn't even want to go back to the hotel to be honest with you <laughs> next day we we just uh kept moving and yeah yeah so story nice. after story how many, day, story how many days were you, how many days were you driving in that station wagon then uh, eight thousand miles but how long did you guys take to do that oh shit we stopped um on that trip that trip we stopped 
oh, I don't know, we we drove, <laughs> we drove, we drove from here, like from our border, I think, to the Mexican border in a day. Like we like just kept going Fuck. overnight, skipped the stage, <laughs> right? Although we might, I think on that trip we we stayed a night in in San Francisco, and then we and then we kept going. Yeah, I think we crashed on the beach one night, and then we kept going and and um, and then. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, and then you know, like I said, you had to stop. Like it didn't matter what the, the sleeping kid like, situation was. You're like, fuck it, we need to sleep, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, then we, where did we come out? We came out at like on that trip. We came out at um, Mazatlan. Um, yeah, Barra de la Cruz, uh, Pascuales, like in that zone. That's at the end of. That's like where the this ferry goes from La Paz, like the Baja over. Gotcha. Is uh yeah, so in that zone. And that's where surf started. So, you know, we started to slow down at that point. We we um yeah, we then we would stop and, and surf wherever we could and there was a surf spot right there. Uh, cool. we, and you tattooed the whole way along? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the time it was just like a little mm, shitty banger here there, you know. <laughs> like nothing super Who cares? super yeah. yeah yeah but it was it was fun you know and um on that trip i'm pretty sure it was on that trip i i would bump into surfers coming when we were we were going this way say and there was people coming the other way that had been tattooed by like like i tattooed one guy who got tattooed by hanky panky on that trip oh no you know? way so, so it was really uh it was cool you know i was like learning of these that's how i learned of hanky panky from this guy said, oh, I got this tattoo from this guy, Hanky Panky, you know, and I'm, I'm like, cool, you know, like, uh, it was, it was a little tattoo, like what I was doing, you know, but better. And, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was good. That was a good experience. We got to, when we got to Guatemala, that's when, that trip, that's when I met Pluto, that sold the car to, uh, to a gangster that had been in, uh, prison criminally insane prison and in, in uh, la i think it was i think oh it was from God. new york but the guy's name was max so he, he he ended up traveling with us he i sold him the car for 300 bucks yeah and uh and he drove it to with with um with my buddies to to uh 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 or el salvador to la libertad <laughs> which would be our next stop. It's a really, really good surf beach, you know? And, uh, and I got on a bus with a friend from Switzerland that I, I had made there. And we, we um, met them. We actually, we got off the bus in San Salvador and it was late, late at night. It's another late at night, you know? <laughs> I am always in these situations, but um uh we ended up going to a bar that was by the bus station and these like ms13 guys decided we were their oh. best friends you know i'm a tattooer so they're like oh you're a tattooer and then like so we ended up like having no choice but to hang out with them the entire night <laughs> um right? there was no there was no shaking these guys um and uh we so we hung out at the bar like pretty much until the sun came up because there's like yeah we're not gonna we're not going anywhere until the sun comes up and then we got on a bus 
with these guys. They they followed us. They came with us to the beach where our buddies were had driven in this car. Like, like so you got to remember, this is like 25 plus years ago, right? And so there's no internet, no cell phones, no... There's no way to get a hold of your friends at all, right? We're just like, yeah, we'll see you in La Libertad. La Libertad, this is my first time going there. It's big, man. It's like, it's, it's, it's a city, you know? It's a city on the, <laughs> on the ocean, right? So, so the car the car was like awesome because that car uh, with Mad Max driving like a crazy fucker, you know, coming into town like – um the thing was so loud with the exhaust off of it and with those primer gray like 1978 station wagon with the you know blue and white flames on it it was really easy to ask people and go have you seen a car like this you know <laughs> oh yes yes yeah that way you know and uh, it, it, we thought we we found we found them easily you know um, amazing yeah amazing you know amazing in a city of probably I don't know, 80, I, I, it's, it's a lot of people living there. Um, and, and good thing we did because, you know, Max is a, this, this, you know, guy who, who had spent lots of time in, in prison and, uh, and was, it was really rough, but a good friend of us. So it was, it was good, you know, and, and he, uh, he shook those MS guys like fast. He said something to them and they just like split, man. It was like, it was wild. <laughs> all right. All right. This guy's got some pull, you know? Um, yeah. But being a tattooer at that time and, it, and, you know, like this is one of like, well, I don't know. I, I did that trip at least six times, you know, from here to, to Nicaragua, Guatemala, like to those places. Um, yeah. You end up, you end up uh, meeting like, like these gangsters all the time. And, and, you know, you learn that, that, uh, you can just figure out ways to be friends and oh, 100%. all the day and yeah, yeah man, they're, tattoo they're, your way out of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I didn't have to too much, you know, so I, I didn't, I didn't want to hang out that long, you know, and you know, like there's some of the, some of them, like their stories were just not, not that good. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> not a lot of happy endings. Not a lot of happy endings. So I was like, yeah, man, you guys are tough, right? Yeah. We're, we're moving on now. We'll see you. High fives. <laughs> so um, when did you start kind of settling down and kind of really focusing on tattooing then? Well, I, I mean, I was tattooing the whole time. I didn't yeah. stop tattooing. Okay. Right? So, so um, I, I, at that point, you know, it, uh, that was, I think that was my second time. I don't know if that was my second or third. I, I don't know. Like, uh, um, yeah. Anyways, I started tattooing more regular back in the Bow Valley, right? Um, uh, when I was home here, and uh, there were no studios, so we were doing it, you know, out of our home and stuff like that. And uh, but then I was on the road and down in Nicaragua eventually, you know, after like at the end of that trip, we ended in Nicaragua and then it always became Nicaragua. Um, and I ended up always sort of opening a little studio when I was there, um, renting a space and setting up and having like, yeah, it was, it was nice to have like, have some space at that time in the Bow Valley, nobody wanted to rent to anybody who did tattoos. They, yeah. you know, 
like it was it was really difficult to gain any kind of respect at all from you know from from a landlord right like nobody you, you, no matter you know no matter if you want to rent like a big space small they just didn't want you in there they're like tattoos that's that's dirty that's terrible that's that's horrible yeah. you know like it just wasn't it just wasn't uh, appreciated the way it is now it was not like now you walk into anything and you say yeah i want to open a tattoo studio in your space they're like awesome you're going to be like you're going to be able to pay your rent easy you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they get it right oh you we know, love even, tattooing we watch all the shows yeah. yeah i mean even even at one point in uh in banff uh maniki at rude boys talked to the landlord and said uh in the summer we're not that busy we would like to break off a chunk of our shop and and uh and give it to Don to, to have a studio, you know? Um, and, uh, and they, they were like, no, no. Like, they're like, what, what if my daughter had tattoos, you know, like, what if, what if you, what if I let you do that? Then you're going to tattoo my 17 year old daughter, you know? And I was oh my like, gosh. you know, I, I had, I'm like, man, I'm, I was like, what about plastic surgery? Do people get plastic surgery? Yeah. Like, yeah, they get plastic surgery. Like, well, what's the difference? You know, like totally. What, and and then his daughter ended up hooking up with a tattooer <laughs> <laughs> soon after that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so what's well, the difference? Now, yeah. I, I I know. Uh, was it around this time that you were traveling to Europe? When did that start happening? Because I know you were. So so my trips to Nicaragua. So my first trip to Nicaragua. Um, like Nicaragua was really cool. I, I had uh, started even Roger, like the guy that I had traveled from Guatemala to Nicaragua that year. He had he had some nice tattoos, you know, from uh, Jacqueline Sporto. I think Sport, I, her last name Sport. Jack, Jacqueline. It's a good friend of mine now, Jacqueline. Right? Um, she does really really beautiful um, tribal tattoos. She's she's taught by like. Leo Zuleta in in Maori tattoo. Oh, cool! Um, like she's she's um, she's like like part of the Lee family kind of. You know, she's she's like an extended member. Um, so Roger was like, "Yeah, you got to come to Switzerland sometime and hang out, and I'll introduce you to Jacqueline." You know, and then and then um, I think it was the following year when I was in Nicaragua, but it might have been that year I met um, a who one of my my close friend closest friends right now like um solomon uh nagley and and he's uh he's used to paint in the theater with mick um so so all these i'm meeting all these uh uh not artists but these people tattooed because solomon wasn't a tattooer yet he became a tattooer he's, a, he's an amazing japanese tattooer now right yeah but great um, guy too yeah, yeah, really, really awesome guy. I, I learned a lot just from hanging out with Solomon before he was a tattooer, you know. Um, I, I learned a lot about, you know, like like everything around tattooing because he had been around it so much where, where I, I hadn't really, you know. Who had and been tattooing had, him? Had, Mick. Yeah, he, he, had, he had like uh, his so back Mick. done at that point by Mick and he had to... I think at that point he had two half sleeves. He was definitely one of the most tattooed people I knew, right? And he had like two half sleeves and a, 
and it's this amazing back by Mick, you know, and and uh, and he had, I think, like one of Mick's first tattoos on his arm, and second and third, like he he had like Mick's progression as a tattooer because they used to paint in the theater before Mick was a tattooer. They used to paint in the 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 Switzerland theater, the Zurich theater, um, before that, you know, um, and then Mick left the theater and became a tattooer from that and then uh yeah he told me stories and showed me pictures of of him videotaping horiyoshi as mick was getting his sleeves by horiyoshi um you know taught taught me about philip lou i didn't know who philip lou was you know and then we met travelers uh when i was in nicaragua and they'd be like look at this fucking skull and dagger on my leg i'm like that's badass. It took like an hour and it's like this big. And they're like, this guy, <laughs> Philip Lou did it. And I'm like, Oh, you know, like, like, so this whole new realm just started to pop up. Um, I was learning about all these, these guys, you know, just because I was on the road just as much or more than I was back here yeah, in yeah. Canada. So, yeah. so I was really, um, I, f- I feel like I was probably learning more about that. That being said, when I was coming home, I started seeing all this work from, from like, like our tattooers, you know, like obviously like Steve Moore and, you know, and, and James text was really new then, but killing it, you know, like just, and, and it was like, uh, giving you something to really strive after and like, you know, um, to go after. Right. And yeah, of course, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, like all, all the tattooers from back here were just, it was starting to show up in the Bow Valley, you know, all their all their work around that time. Uh, Scott Veldoen. Oh, yeah. You know, another one. Yeah, his his work. That was that was one of my next pieces, you know. I, I went and got tattooed by Scott because I, I was seeing all of his work coming to the Bow Valley, and it was so solid, man. It was like some of the best work going back then. Like one of the only guys that was really doing solid, solid ass work like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, so we were talking about get, you getting to Europe for, through uh, meeting okay, Roger so, and Solomon. Yeah. So let's see. So I ended up, <laughs> so I ended up buying a piece of property with Roger Um for like five grand or six grand or something like that, right? Like this beach property is again like way back in the day in Nicaragua, right? And and then it was it was like a little while before he um how did this come about? No, I think I it was okay, so that happened, but then I, I ended up going I ended up going over to see Solomon. Solomon uh called me or I called him or something like that and he said Listen, I talked to Mick, and Mick said, "If you come over, you know, um, he'll he'll tattoo you, right?" And I was like, "Fuck, I'll I'll see you next week," kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Got look. a plane ticket, and I got my butt Uh-oh. over there." And um, we're frozen, done. Then... Technical difficulties. Uh, <laughs> you were just saying <laughs> again, about again. <laughs> yeah. uh, surprise, my, surprise! I think it was my 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 computer maybe. I got this uh, one off Brito. It was Brito's old computer. Did it? Oh, okay, yeah. nice. It's the culprit. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> um, um, so the last thing we got from you was that uh, Mick had agreed to tattoo you. 
Okay, so Mick agreed to tattoo me, so I got I got my bed over to Europe, um, and and uh, went to a studio with Solomon, and uh, and Mick's like, so what do you want? What do you want to get tattooed? You know, like he's, I was like, um, well, I want to I want a dragon. sleeve. Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I should I should have said dragon. I got a snake and a, I got a woman and a snake. Yeah, which. Which is I, I saw because I had like looked through all this portfolio. It was just it was so overwhelming. I was just like, yeah, I think I want to have this, you know, from you. Um, and uh, and he he actually I did say what did I say? I said I wanted either a woman and a snake. I I think he was pushing to do like a collector tattoo, and I was pushing for like a body part, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. was Like no, I I want to get tattooed. You know, like look at Solomon. I want some of that you know i want to get i want i want to get started here you know and and um uh and mick i think he was kind of like okay okay and he'd go back to like tattooing and doing everything and i'd hang out at the studio and i'd be like so what do you what do you what do you think do you have any ideas and i'm like yeah um a sleeve i want to get a sleeve. I just <laughs> you know i was like uh you know and and uh and was like, uh, you know, a snake and uh, and a woman, like some you know, of your choice, like however you want to do it, right? Like a geisha and a, and a snake, right? And and uh, and he's like, well, anything else? You want anything else? And I was like, well, I, I wouldn't mind a dragon from here down to like my knee, right? And he's like, okay, let's do the sleep. Um, and that actually on that first trip, all he did was just like a really simple outline of just from the elbow down of the snake, like, and it was out of a, out of a, um, uh, uh, I, 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 it was a Japanese print, you know, that he had gone off of it. And so, you know, like the, what I walked away with from that trip was actually a bit of line work, right? And, uh. But and, and a really good excuse to go back, right? Um, yeah, no doubt. And and a lot of hours in the in the shop, like hanging out, and and you know bugging bugging Mick, you know, so I could look at all his shit, like look at all his books and dig through all his uh, like paraphernalia. Like he's super open, super easy going with all of it, you know, and, and uh, really cool. easy to talk to. Really, yeah, just a just such a genuine like really awesome awesome dude you know and uh like an incredible experience and i not it wasn't on that trip but the next trip i went back i i actually got to go like at that point solomon had started tattooing and then solomon uh he took me to the theater where they used to paint uh solomon was still he was he was tattooing at that point but he was still working in the theater as well and we got to go paint a, a banner for Jack Lynn because, you know, we we're staying at, I was working at her shop. And it's a big thank you. The two of us painted a, a banner for her. And yeah, it was, it was a really, it was a really good trip that one, you know, like what? I worked for about a month, I think, in Switzerland uh, between her shop and, um, and, and uh, Rock, his name is Rock. Uh, and he was in like sort of the red light district of, of Zurich. And a lot of the tattooers that had passed through and hung out with Mick, he would always send them to rock shop, you know, or, or like one of his friend's shop that was like a 
a commercial, like something open, a street shop, right? Um, and uh, he was a really interesting guy as well. Like Rock was uh, his, his um, he had worked with Geiger. He was a welder and a piercer. And he had worked with Geiger um, on the set of Alien. He was the welder who was doing all, all this stuff. So yeah, man, just so many amazing stories hanging out with him, you know, and, and uh, yeah, and really, really cool working out of a shop because it was just so easy going, you know. Um, and at what? that time, Solomon took me around to to see like Weedled Marvel Shop. And here, I'm just going to make it so that doesn't. <laughs> I was be like, who the fuck has a landline? <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I forgot you're in, you're in the shop. <laughs> yeah. So I get yeah. all my appointments. No, um, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So uh, yeah, he had, he had taken me around. We we went by Philip's studio, but Philip wasn't there. But uh, Rinzing was there. Rinzing had started tattooing at that point. He was a really really nice guy, and we got to check out check that out and get to see him at work and show off some of my work, you know. And then, uh, and then working with Jacqueline was really cool because of all her stories. And she's got like so many from working over in New Zealand with, with the Maoris, you know, like, and, and, uh, yeah, just rich in knowledge, like all these people that I, I got to bump into were just stories of all their different, you know, their, their different experiences. Right. Um, uh Sabine uh oh, was working wow. with with uh so I got to work with Sabine at uh oh, studio. Her stuff is beautiful as well. And so she's good. showing me her tattoos. She had cool tattoos from Mick and Philip, like uh and and from uh Yvonne and and you know, seeing Yvonne's work all over the place as well. Like just just a really really uh great that's I, I sort of feel like that's when I started tattooing for real, you know, like from that experience, like even yeah. though I had all these other cool experiences that kind of got me playing around, and I didn't really start moving towards a style in a strong direction until then, you know. It's crazy yeah. that that's your, a lot of Canadian tattooers. We, our influences are mostly Canadian or American. You know, not many yeah. of us really traveled to Europe uh, and got that kind of exposure. I mean, obviously, Kurt uh, Wiscombe did, but. Uh, yeah, and I, I would mean, hear of him everywhere. You know, of course, Mick's like, oh, I know Kurt Wiscombe. You know what I mean? Like, Paul Jeffries, of course, was the first name every single time that came up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, of course, right? Of course, everyone is yeah. like super good friends with Paul for sure. Right? Yeah. How could you um, not be? How could you know? Right? He's. Yeah, he's he's the he was the Canadian tattooer. Um, yeah, and uh, and then also being in Nicaragua, I connected a little bit with or a lot with my Norwegian friends who they also had their stories and their tattooers that they went to, you know. And and actually, it's uh, it's actually how I heard of Henning to begin. Oh, with, crazy! Right? Was uh, one of my friends down there, Animal, you know, you know, Animal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Animal is like, yeah, if you want, if you want to, 
He goes, if you want a Viking tattoo, you should go to Henning, right? Which is the truth. I mean, Henning doesn't do Viking <laughs> tattoos, right? But but he probably did but, back uh, in the day. <laughs> but but you know, I have a I have a Danish background, and uh, and I did want a Viking tattoo, and I ended up getting one, but it was from Anthony, not from not from Henning, and I still don't have my Henning tattoo, and I want it badly. You know, I really want to get tattooed. He's one of the people I want to get tattooed most by. You know, but um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it, it uh, developed and grew from there, and I and I ended up going back for a couple of times back then until I until I had a wife and kids, and then it kind of like <laughs> stopped. What was this? You last time we were hanging out, you were telling me about your trip to Europe, where you were you were being cheap and you didn't want to stay in hotels, so you had a train pass, and you oh, were. Oh, that was that was one of the trips I went over. I just went for two weeks. I was just going to get tattooed by Nick. That that was the thing. I wanted to I wanted to get my sleep finished. I had made a couple of trips. Nick made me go back and forth a bunch, right? I I, I like held him to doing a, a sleeve on me, and and he's fast. Like I mean, he works really fast, but he didn't work fast on me. He worked slow, and or not slow. He worked. He did short sittings and was like, okay, there. That's what you get on this trip, kind of thing, you know. And it was like, okay, but he only he would fit me in like wherever he. I feel like I wasn't really on the schedule and. And it was, uh, it was cool. It was like actually probably the best way I could have gotten tattooed. Um, and, uh, because it made me keep going back and forth. Um, and, uh, so this one trip I, I went over and I bought a train pass. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm only going to be there for two weeks. So I'll buy a train pass and I'll, I'll just like wake up in a different city every day, you know? And, and so, uh, like, I'm not going to be working on this trip. I'm just going to go get tattooed and I'm by myself. So I just want to waste time, you know, and I have friends and I have friends in Switzerland that I would hang out with, but I still like, they, they all have their life going. It's better to get out of everyone's hair sometimes and just go and do your, your own thing. Right. And so I, I, uh, I got tattooed in Zurich and then I got on a train and I, I woke up in uh, in Italy, in um, Milan, Italy. You know, I wanted to go to Milan. So I went to a art show uh, there and then, you know, like uh, had, had a nice dinner and then got back on the train, went to sleep and woke up in Venice, you know, and walked around <laughs> and, and I started asking tattooers in, in Venice if they know Klaus Furman, you know, because I wanted to know if I could. I, I tried to find Klaus Furman, but, but uh, never found him. <laughs> they're all like it, it it seemed like some of them were were quite upset that i just wanted to meet klaus Furman and seem that interested them. in them yeah and so it was it was uh so that was an interesting one that that's another guy that i heard a lot about because of a really good friend of mine andy uh who who has like two really nice sleeves from klaus and uh and then i of course talk got to talk with nick about klaus and and uh all this yeah it's crazy stories man like like the 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 whole that whole circle is stories like you don't hear anymore you know um yeah like like mick showing his back off uh it's that like felix drew the picture for mick's back you know like like uh he has the drawing it's like a like this mask that felix drew and then the whole family did the back piece you know oh wow so it's, it's it's like everyone aja like like loretta like they all the whole lou family did mixed back you know at some point somebody did it 
they did the tattooing there. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's like cool. tattoo royalty over there. It's it's impressive that you got to immerse yourself in that a little bit. Yeah. Do yeah, you that was... notice a difference between tattooing there and in Canada? Um, like not technically, think, but like I think at approach. that time there was. I think at that time there was. I think that we have I think that we're we're becoming more like that then. Like more like the way that like they they had very um Tattooing here was a little bit, you know, if, if I wanted to learn something, you know, tattooers didn't really want to talk about anything at all. They, they you know, like, um, it was really, sh like, shut down, you know, like, like, I remember the way I learned how to make a Magnum, I went into a tattoo studio in Golden, BC, and there was this guy, Fast Eddie, who worked there, and, and Fast Eddie, you know, he's like, oh, so you're a tattooer, and he's, and he just, he, I got him talking like uh, like we just talked a bunch as he's tattooing and he and he said to me he's like so how do you make your magnums and I was just thinking I don't even use magnums you know and and but I didn't say that I'm like oh uh, I just buy them you know like and he's like oh I I just like do this with the needles and he and he sort of told me how he made magnums and I just came straight home and made a magnum, you know, and I was like, I'm going to start tattooing with this shit, man. Like, this is, this is, this is, this is awesome. A new needle grouping, you know, like right on, right. Probably a really shitty magnum to start, but, but, you know, it was like anytime you could get any trick at all, it was, it was awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you eventually settled down. You eventually got married, yeah, got yeah. kids. Got married, got kids, which is which is awesome adventure as well. Like it's, it's the best, you know. Both my kids are into art big time, and yeah, and then kept I, I keep going back to Nicaragua and uh, or have been like this last couple of years I haven't gone the whole COVID nope. thing, you know. The best um, place down there. You had a tree house. Yeah, well, yeah I awesome. Had, lived in, lived a, in a tree yeah. house, like not a tree house for the kids. Like this house oh, no, was in a tree. Lived, we all lived Amazing. in the treehouse, yeah. yeah. Made of trees in the trees, yeah. And uh, and then uh, you know, ripping around in our Land Cruiser. And, oh yeah. Uh, and then I had a pretty cool studio set up the last time when we were there for for a long period of time. Um, uh, that studio came about with Solomon originally. Like he had rented the space, and then I rented it with him, and then he eventually didn't want to be there tattooing because he wanted to be back in Switzerland. And I was like, well, I wouldn't mind being down here tattooing more full time. And so I did that for a little bit, but was still flying back and forth that, that year that you came down actually. Yeah. Um, and I was still coming back here for the majority of my tattooing, but, um, but I had a great setup there. So, you know, I would work a little bit every week down there and then come back and work like two months and, worth of work in like my two and a half weeks being here kind of thing, you know, just squeeze it all in and be here on my own. And yeah, have at her. So 20 years of having a shop, you must have had quite a few artists through there. I, I know yeah. everyone I've ever met that's worked with you has had nothing but great things to say about you and their experience there. You, you, you've yeah, well, got you great loyalty amongst your, uh, the people that work with you. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was a big surprise last week when they had a big um, party for me. My uh, wife 
brought me back to the bar downstairs. We were out for dinner and she brought me in and, and uh, you know, like there were a bunch of tattooers here that don't work here anymore that traveled right. just for the, just for the, for the night to get here, you know, and lots of other friends and we had like half the bar, you know, sweet. Very cool. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, that's actually been uh, one of my biggest paths to learning is, is working with all these different people who I have come in and out of the studio, like, like um, they're, they're, you know, they, they all bring so much to the plate, right? Like whether they're, they've been tattooing two years or 10 years, everyone's got like either like artistic skills or, or like, you know, good, good advice for, for everything that you, you know, and I think that that's where I've learned the most being in the shop. Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Like getting to work with, with your, your peers is the best. Um, yeah. You can look over each other's work at the end of the day. You can give criticism. You can, you know, like give advice. It's yeah. The, yeah. It's the best. The one yeah. thing I've always admired about your shop is that it reminds me of a lot of earlier shops that everybody that works there is all doing their own thing. So many shops, everybody starts kind of trying to tattoo the same and they, which is great. They all feed off each other artistically and they push each other in one specific genre. But like your shop always seems to have just like such a just cast of characters and different genres. Yeah. I think that's great. Like, I think that's amazing. So it's sort of how, it's sort of how I built it. Um, Cause uh you know, like I've, I've brought a couple of people into the industry, but um, I didn't necessarily want them to copy me, especially considering like when I, of course, was the first person I brought in. I didn't want 100% copying me because I, I was like, man, I haven't figured this out 100% yet. So I don't, I, you should do your thing. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, same thing. Like when Aaron came in, I was like, listen, you should, I can give you tons of good info lots of pointers you know i tattooed him lots and stuff as well uh but at the end of the day i i wanted uh i want everyone to take their own like their i want them to take their own thing away from it you know and everyone brings so much more back that way right and uh and and you you actually don't end up uh fighting too much over who's doing what, you know, it's yeah, like, no doubt. Man, you, you, you do this, man. This is, this is good for you. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, or, yeah. Or you don't even have to say that like the, the client comes in and goes, I really just want this person to do the tattoo because they do this kind of tattoo. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or, or the client doesn't know. And they're like, Oh, this is what I want. And it's like, Oh, well, there's only one person here to do that. Yeah. Totally. That person. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 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 yeah and, that's great. And I mean, that, that being said, you can you can learn a lot from uh, from styles other than your own as well. There's there's oh, you yeah. know there's there's so much you know like if you're gonna do Japanese work, there's you know you're doing your old background in black and gray. So if you know lots about black and gray tattooing, it can really help out, you know. And, Absolutely. And vice yeah. versa, you know, your black and gray might be a lot stronger if you if you simplify your shades and and just make it more bold like it 
background of a Japanese tattoo, right? Yeah. Um, so, so you get these really cool crossovers between everyone as well. Absolutely. Like uh, art nights, you know, we, we get to have like really good art nights. Uh, they, you know, they, right now we haven't been having them the last little bit, but usually once they get going, then they, they happen. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they're dynamite, man. Like when, when the art nights are going, you just new ideas, even just hangouts, you know, just chilling and being able to, uh, to get everything off your shoulders and go back to work the next day light-minded with you know like easy feeling good and, yeah. yeah i know life work balance for you is really important and i know you you do a really good job of of finding it you've mentioned snowboarding and i know you mountain bike and stuff like that how how do you find time for that how important is that to your creative process um i'm i'm I think like I'm, I uh, I need it big time. I need to have like big bursts of kind of just this and just that. I'm not I'm not really like someone who wakes up in the morning goes. It, I, it does happen once in a while, but I don't like go to the gym, then go mountain biking, then come no. and do a tattoo, then go like like I I like I'll just go mountain biking for a week, you know, and and like burn off all that energy and then. And then I'll tattoo every single day for a week. You know what I mean? Or like, it's just more of the way I find a balance in it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. And, and, and you always feel revitalized after going and scaring the shit out of yourself, like getting some jumps or. I was going to say, I've been told by more than one tattooer not to go snowboarding or mountain biking with you. (laughs) (laughs) If I want to scare myself shitless, I should go with you. <laughs> I consider myself pretty decent on a snowboard, but I don't, I don't think I want to ride with you. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, it'd be pretty amazing though, that if you lived in the mountains and then you were like, yeah, I don't really do anything but tattoo. Right. right? I mean, but, but there is, there's a lot of people who do. Yeah, yeah totally. There's, yeah. There's uh, yeah, I, I guess. I think that, um, I think that, that if you don't, do you know hiking might be your thing it doesn't have to be snowboarding or no I, I, just, I just mean you, but, like but outdoor stuff like if you live in the mountains yeah, and you're not an outdoor person of any kind like absolutely yeah absolutely you gotta you gotta you're here you're here for that you know Move I somewhere mean, cheaper clients, if you're not our, that's right. I mean, it's so fucking expensive here. <laughs> now, I guess. Yeah, Fuck, we, I can't imagine how cheap we, it used we, to be. You would, you would think you're here to get rich, but you don't. <laughs> you know, like it, the money you make doesn't have anything to do with the money you spend. You know. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, but that's it. I think uh, I think a lot of tattooers who have passed through, they that's what they've discovered. You know, they've come, and unless they do have like a heavy passion for for the ski hills here or for, for like the, the biking in this zone, you know, um, but you can do those things in other places too, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So they, they come through, they, they love it for a while. If they don't buy a house. They're probably not going to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance. Yeah. Although that, that's, you know, like, uh, like, I mean, Jesse's been here for what, eight years, I think. And, and uh, Corson's back with us. he, he was in Golden for a bit, but and he had his own shop in town for a bit. Um, 
you know, he was, he was with me like the first year I opened and the end of it, you know, Amazing. and, uh, and, uh, Aaron Brown, he's, uh, he's moved to Fernie, but he's, he's been back and forth constantly. And he just moved to Fernie. He's since he started, he's been here at the shop with us, you know? Wow. So it's like, it's like a really strong family we have here, you know? Um, it's really important in this shop yeah. to, to that. That's the most important before anything else is that it's, uh, it, it feels like your home before it's anything else, you know? And yeah. I mean, you're not even going to be welcome if we don't watch you here. So, <laughs> so like having, so I, which isn't difficult. I mean, everyone, mostly everyone's like nice to be around on some level. Right. But, but like, um, yeah, I've never like just hired someone. The, the closest I've ever come to just hiring someone is, I guess, um, Ben Burlock when Rob Rob called me and said, uh, Ben Ben uh, would like to come and work in the Bow Valley, and and so he came and did a guest spot, and uh, and he was he was super cool to be around. Really, yeah, really, Ben's you know, awesome. Really doing doing awesome. Like he was super motivated, doing amazing drawings, and I was like, "Yeah, man, you're totally, you're totally welcome to come and join us." And and he was here like the week, like as soon as he could be after that. Yeah. And it's it's uh, I mean, still he he has his own shop. He has a private space now, but uh, but his his wife MJ, he she works here with us, and she's amazing. She we we raised her as well, actually. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Ben. You know, if his heat's off or something, he'll be here tattooing with us. You know, <laughs> and, and, no, it's it's a great relationship in our yeah. town, actually. Yeah. Even with the other shops, we have like like a really chill relationship here with yeah, everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like I, it's I, like a big her, family vibe here. Her yeah. name is slipping my mind right now. Uh, her last uh, name is slipping. Like, Kim, is she still oh, living Kim, on a goddamn Kim, boat? Kim. Yeah, Kim is uh, on the island. Kim Marks. Yeah. Yeah, Kim yeah. Marks. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she's she's out yeah. on. Um, is it? It's. Oh, she told me last time I talked to her. I know I haven't uh, talked to her in so I'm long. She's come guest it. spot with us at Classic Tattoo, and she was cool. And yeah, she was working for you, and then all of a sudden it was like, I live on a boat. <laughs> I was like, yeah, awesome. she's she's. I mean, she's a gypsy. She was she she's was totally. even then. Even yeah. then, she was moving around. Kim's Kim's great. Yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah she's fantastic. Um, Hi, Kim Marks, yeah, I mean, and you have the have internet out wherever you are and you see this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we love you. We should have you on. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, okay, so you know all these artists. Who, who are your top five? Ooh, um, right now or just who's it? I, I mean, I, a lot. I have a lot of artists who are my top five. five. <laughs> you, can't have a lot, you can't have a lot in your top five. <laughs> I know, right? Um, uh, I, well, I'll say Mick. Mick's definitely. Yeah, of course. He he gets to be one of my top five for sure, forever. Um, like Henning, I think Henning is one of my top five. Uh, I like Dean Sacred's work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dean Sacred, I would, I would put in there. I wish I wish you could see more of his stuff online. He doesn't. He's a lot of the guys. A lot of the guy. A lot of my favorite tattooers don't really post their work. Um, he's one of those guys. I I, I don't yeah. think he posts that much. 
you know um i have a dragon Marco. print of his i'll send it to you oh yeah it's see? huge yeah it's like, we can't see it. yeah yeah he's badass man i think he's so i think he's such a good tattoo like i just love it. everything he does yeah. i was just hanging out at shane ford shop uh elsewhere tattoo the other day uh with shay motts for julia getting tattooed and he has a bunch of dean sacred prints everywhere i'm just like oh yeah. what like that guy's so good so yeah. good yeah yeah I'd, I'd love to see more of his work you know yeah um that's three maybe <laughs> maybe like marco serio oh yeah yes yeah marco love serio he's like every single time i see one of his tattoos i'm just blown away yep um Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> oh, there's only one more. <laughs> I know. I know. So who do I get to say, right? Um, uh, fuck, I don't know. Horitomo. Horitomo. There we go. Horitomo. Christavino. Yeah, that's I don't know. great. These, like, that's yeah. a great top yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. I nice. think you're the first one not to mention Stace Ferrand. Yeah. Water, <laughs> Water Street yeah. Phantom or, or Steve, Steve Moore. Yeah, yeah. He's well. They're both dope. I mean, I, I could. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah but, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Did you see that back piece that he posted today, Stace? No, no. I've been on Instagram. I've been looking yeah. at. Uh, been Look at it, it before today, you go to bed, so you can go to bed sad. Oh no! <laughs> it's so fucking good. Oh man. Ugh. Brito at yes. the studio, he's got a back piece on the go from Stace, and it's uh, it's Kwan Yin in, in his style. It's so sick. It's wild, isn't it? It's yeah. Back piece. Has, has he gone for a sitting recently? No, no, because Stace is in Santa Fe now, and been trying I to talk him into was, coming back he up. He was but... just in Calgary not long ago, wasn't he? I think last yeah. week. Yeah. 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 Well, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I would. I would really like to collect a tattoo from him. I was supposed to get some work by him and I just put it off and put it off and then it's like moving to Santa Fe. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Okay, well now you gotta go to Santa Fe. It gives you a reason no. to travel. You know, tattoos that's, that's hurt another... too much now. Tattoos hurt too much now in my old age to travel that far to get them. Yeah, no doubt. You gotta sit. <laughs> I got tattooed the other day by Ryan Gagne and I'm like dying. <laughs> On your arm. <laughs> But then I, I went and did I went and did jujitsu like an idiot, and people were grabbing it and pulling on it. Of course, yeah. So whatever. That'll heal shitty. No, <laughs> I don't think a Ryan Gagne tattoo can heal shitty. Honestly, my I, gosh, no, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> tell me his breath stank at least. No, <laughs> no, his attitude did. No. <laughs> oh, amazing. No. John, yeah. thanks so much for putting up with us and finally getting a fucking episode together. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone yeah, it gets worked a... out, I was I was so tired today after work. I was like, fuck it, we gotta do this. Oh <laughs> man. It's gotta, it's gotta happen. We're not we're not yeah. gonna Yeah. If any gonna... if, if you get a chance, anyone listening and you're and you're in his area in Canmore, go visit. It's a great shop. It's fucking beautiful. There's art floor to ceiling, wall to wall. It's it's an inspiring studio and uh don's a great guy oh, hey uh any conventions oh yeah 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 for sure um uh i'm going Kelowna? to do Kelowna. yes yeah, i'm awesome doing Kelowna. See you there. 
doing Kelowna and I'm doing Winnipeg. Okay. Nice. Um, awesome. Great. So, so I'll be in Winnipeg in August and Kelowna in a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah. Like not that far like away. Like Kelowna. Yeah. A month. Yeah. yeah. A month. A month. I, yeah. I go to Toronto. I'm actually going to go to Ontario and uh, work with Anthony Orsati. Oh, no next way. Week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to work by, at your shop. Yeah. My parents. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we used to. We used to stay up like until the sun came up painting in the garage. He lived just downstairs. And yeah, yeah. We, he's in Midland, oh, Ontario. Yeah. He's in Penetang. Penetang machine. Yeah. Yeah, which is more or less Midland. Same. Yeah, same town. Same. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Very cool. All right. Well, we'll see you in Kelowna. Yeah, dude. See you in Kelowna. Yeah. Awesome. We'll Thanks. talk then. Yeah, have a good 